Today I just want to share a few articles that I think basically give us the blueprint of what is taking place. The first one I had been looking for for quite some time. I'd read it years ago and just came across it yesterday. It's an interview with Henry Kissinger from 2011. It's dated November 27, 2011. The title of it is Henry Kissinger, if you, can hear, if you can't hear the drums of war, you must be deaf. Now I'm going to say that this is also published in the Daily Squib, which is considered to be a satirical periodical. But as we read this, I also found that there is a follow-up in 2018, which I'm going to also read. I'm going to let you determine what you think, if this is satire or if this is a revealing of something that got a response, followed up by a, haha, just kidding, to cover the tracks. It starts off. Speaking from his luxurious Manhattan apartment, the elder statesman Henry Kissinger, who will be 89 in May, is all too forward with his analysis of the current situation in the World Forum of Geopolitics and Economics. Quote, the United States is baiting China and Russia, and the final nail in the coffin will be Iran, which is, of course, the main target of Israel. We have allowed China to increase their military strength and Russia to recover from Sovietization, to give them a false sense of bravado. This will create an altogether faster demise for them. We're like the sharpshooter daring the noob to pick up the gun. And when they try, it's bang, bang. The coming war will be so severe that only one superpower can win. And that's us, folks. This is why the EU is in such a hurry to form a complete superstate because they know what is coming. And to to survive, Europe will have to be one whole cohesive state. Their urgency tells me that they know full well what the big showdown is upon us. Oh, how I have dreamed of this delightful moment. Control oil and control nations. Control food and you control the people. Mr. Kissinger then added, If you are an ordinary person, then you can prepare yourself for war by moving to the countryside and building a farm but you must take guns with you, as the hordes of starving will be roaming. Also, even though the elite will have their safe havens, the specialist shelters, havens and specialist shelters, they must be just as careful during the war as as the ordinary civilians because their shelters can can still be compromised. After pausing for a few minutes to collect his thoughts, Mr. Kissinger carried on. We told the military that we would have to take over seven Middle Eastern countries for their resources and they have nearly completed their job. We all know that, or we all know what I think of the military, but I have to say they have obeyed orders superlatively this time. It is just that last stepping stone, i.e. Iran, which will really tip the balance. How long can China and Russia stand by and watch America clean up? The great Russian bear and Chinese sickle will be roused from their slumber, and this is when Israel will have to fight with all its might and weapons to kill as many Arabs as it can. Hopefully, if all goes well, half the Middle East will be 
Israeli. Our young have been trained well for the last decade or so on combat council games. It was interesting to see the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 game, which mirrors exactly what is to come in the near future with its predictive programming. Our young in the U.S. and West are prepared because they have be, been programmed to be good soldiers, cannon fodder, and when they will be ordered to go out into the streets and fight those crazy chins and ruskies, they will obey their orders. Out of the ashes we shall build the new society, a new world order. There will only be one superpower left, and that one will be the global government that wins. Don't forget the United States as the best has the best weapons. We have stuff that no other nation has, and we will introduce those weapons to the world when the time is right. End of interview. Our reporter is ushered out of the room by Kissinger's minder. It doesn't sound very satirical to me. Now I want to go back, and I've referenced this many times, about Albert Pike's Third World War. I'm going to read this, and then I'm going to move into the follow-up interview with Kissinger that was in 2018, and you can start to see what is taking place. Now, this is from 1871. It is a tribute to Albert Pike sending a letter to the head of the Illuminati in Europe, Mazzini. The Third World War must be, oh, I want to also state beforehand, read the whole thing and you'll see the first two wars carried through exactly as he had planned this many years in advance. The Third World War must be fomented by taking advantage of the differences caused by the agentur of the Illuminati between the political Zionists and the leaders of the Islamic world. The war must be conducted in such a way that Islam, the Muslim Arabic world, and political Zionism, the state of Israel, mutually destroy each other. Meanwhile, the other nations, once more divided on this issue, will be constrained physical, moral, and spiritual, and economic exhaustion. We shall unleash the nihilists and the atheists, and we shall provoke a formidable social cataclysm, which in all its horror will show clearly to the nations the effect of absolute atheism, origin of savagery, and of the most bloody turmoil. Then everywhere the citizens, obliged to defend themselves against the world minority of revolutionaries, will exterminate those destroyers of civilization and the multitude disillusioned with Christianity, whose deistic spirits will from that moment be without compass or direction, anxious for an ideal, but without knowing where to render its adoration, will receive the true light through the universal manifestation of pure doctrine of Lucifer, brought finally out in the public view. This manifestation will result from the general reactionary movement which will follow the destruction of Christianity and atheism, both conquered and exterminated at the same time. There's some similarities there between those two particular circumstances. Now I want to put into the mix the follow-up from 2018. Again on the Daily Squib, an interview with Henry Kissinger. This one's dated May 10th, 2018. The title of this article is Henry Kissinger, The Delightful Drums of War Beat Louder Every Day. The prophecy the Daily Squib published in 2011 is slowly coming into fruition as espoused by the venerable Henry Kissinger, possibly the greatest living statesman of modern times. Now that the future prophecy is becoming a reality, we had to pick Henry's 
brain just a little more to possibly see the real clincher in how the whole chess game will pan out. Once again, we were offered a brief interview with the elderly statesman in his Grand Manhattan apartment, and after a long journey from London, England, we were greeted with the utmost hospitality from our host. Kissinger, for his age, looks remarkably well. Of course, he has the stoop and lumbers over to an exquisite Louis Fourteenth chair humming a jovial tune. But his mind is still a tour de France to be reckoned with. Kissinger's nurse, Hilda, hands over some fine brandy, and we get started. Kissinger speaks with a gentle, lulling voice. In our last conversation, I spoke of the key to war. This key is Iran, and its catalyst was Iraq and Syria. One must remember that a conflict with Iran is effectively a conflict with Russia and China, and soon they will enter the fray, as was prophesied. We, the United States, have been baiting the Russians and Chinese for some time, and slowly they are getting the message. They will be forced to make their move sooner than later. The supreme land of Eretz Havat, our motherland, our home will fight with all its might now to cleanse the Middle East of threats to Israel. This is the time to cut out the tumor that has haunted us for so long, and Bibi, my protege, will take no prisoners. Rest assured, I was on the phone to him yesterday during the Iranian attack on the Golan Heights. I asked Kissinger in the last conversation we had in 2011, he was quoting as say, quoted as saying, it is just that last stepping stone, i.e. Iran, which will really tip the balance. Why is Iran such a stepping stone for, global, for total global warfare? Kissinger pauses for a few seconds, then rasps quietly, yet forcibly. The Persians are the ultimate prize in global hegemony. Once, they, once that line is crossed, then the onus and power play increases incrementally. The stepping stone to global domination ever closer to the United States, for the United States. Iran is bolstered by Russia and China, and when we take that away from them, they will have less global power. They will have less global brinksmanship. They will, they will see reduced global territorial influence in the region. This will cause them to make a move, because if they do not, then they are finished as well as the Iranians. When General Wesley Clark said that seven Middle Eastern countries were to be taken over. He was not joking or fooling around. This is the plan all along, and the internet is helping the spread of Western culture, Western ways that these countries aspire to be like the West, especially when every day the, they see how we live very well in the West. Their poverty, their, their poverty, their uncertain living standards, their constant state of war for them becomes unbearable. The people will also eventually revolt from the inside to dethrone the dictators. Look that, look what happened to Libya in Egypt, in Tunisia, now in Yemen, in Syria, Iraq, as well as the failed coup in Turkey. Hearts and minds first, then military. I asked Dr. Kissinger about Obama's style of presidency compared to Trump's. Essentially, one was the sweetener before the cup of coffee. Obama's role, and he played it very well, was to sweeten up the chumps and to think they had one over us, had one over us. Naturally, Obama did not know what his role was, 
and he naively believed he was doing the right thing. However, we would never give in so easily, and this is why we put Trump in. Once we had the sweetener, we put in the cup of water, the coffee, strong and militarily trained, of course. As Trump is, he went to military academy and knows what is needed. He knows what business, or that business is war, war is business, and he knows that to really finish the job, we must have total war or nothing will ever change. You cannot make an omelet without breaking a few eggs, thus meaning for true change to come, we must first have some constructive destruction. The purge may start with a virus, a few waves will be the starter. The moment of truth will be beautiful to behold because war is both things. It is ugly yet, yet beautiful in what it can achieve. Did Dr. Kissinger know about the EU army and its preparations for war with Russia in 2011? I asked the esteemed gentleman that question. Yes, of course I knew. Yes, Russia has always been a thorn in Europe's side, and the recent incursion into Ukraine was a small but decisive move by Putin. Here is a man that I respect highly because he acts decisively yet secretively, almost akin to a grandmaster in chess. But we will always outmaneuver him with our technology, our technique, and we will outmaneuver the chins too. We shackled them with communism in the first place. Therefore, they have their hands tied behind their backs and are literally too blind to see straight with their restrictive ideology. The Russians, however, have gone from communism to authoritarianism and vast amounts of mafia corruption, I might add. The Russians are still a post-Soviet stupor. In a post-Soviet stupor, they have still not found themselves. As for Europe, they are in a sclerotic state as the drums of war are beating ever faster and louder every day. By this time, Kissinger is getting tired. His head lilted slightly forward and some spittle drools on his dress, dressing gown. The nurse quickly applies a handkerchief to his jowls and I am permitted to one final question for the session. I asked Dr. Kissinger about the new world order that will come after the purging is completed. What will that entail? Most of it I cannot talk about, and I will not live to even see it. However, as one of its architects, I can reveal a few slivers of information. Essentially, a new world order means singular. There can be only one winner over all of the Earth's last remaining resources, and no other factions can exist. It also means a controlled population below 500 million where no conflict will ever occur again. This will be called the Great Reset. As I mentioned before, it could be a virus that suddenly erupts, most probably somewhere in Asia that will eventually lead to war through desperation. Invariably, the new technology, technological society, is in place now because we have the technology and technique as we speak now, but the inherent problem is different factions, old ways of thinking and overpopulation. Of course, this is a very large topic and I fear I have given away too much, but you do the math. If you survive into the next stage, you will be a truly esteemed member, an honored, illuminated citizen of a new world order, but only if you survive. It is with the, those last words that Kissinger dismisses us possibly for the last time we leave him by the grand fireplace amongst his books and brandy. 
As I leave, I kick myself as I did not ask him specifically how the two survived through the next stage, but then remember the 2011 interview where he gave a few clues. Do you really have a billionaire? Do you really have to be a billionaire to survive the next stage? I think to myself, of course not. If you know how to survive, you are prepared, stocked up. Anyone can do it, but you just have to get on with it and it's time, and time is really running out. There are still many unanswered questions. I never asked about Trump's supposed success with North Korea or, or about Brexit. Time was way too short and I kicked myself for only delving into a few topics. The trip back to London is hauntingly lonely. Now if you notice in, in all of this, there doesn't seem to be a satirical tone. I think this is a real interview with Kissinger. It certainly appears to be. Not only in the references from 2011, how it aligns with Pike's plan, the reference to General Wesley Clark's discussion about the taking out of seven countries as that's taken place with the last one being Iran, but also how it's gonna kick off with a virus that starts in Asia. That's all happened. The next thing, of course, would be to carry out the full plan to finish up what Pike laid out in 1871. It appears that is on the horizon. A dark winter. The main way to prepare would be to understand what Jesus taught. As he tells us, these things will be taking place as well. But at midnight, in the middle of the darkness, he will return. But if those days weren't shortened, there'd be no man left alive. That's basically what Kissinger is saying. Kissinger is working toward the reset, which people had not heard about yet in 2018. There was not a virus in 2018. All those things have come into play. He also references the number of 500 million or less left alive. That goes into the Georgia Guidestones. All these things have been put in plain sight for people to see, to pay attention to, as a warning, but most are not paying attention. Most are not aware of their circumstances. Their heads are still down in their daily routines and distractions. It's time to pull your head up, take a look around, Understand the place in which we are at, the circumstances, and prepare. Start with understanding. Prepare your mind. Prepare your family. Prepare your soul. A decision will need to be made, and that's what you will be accounted, accountable for. What do you know? What do you believe? And as a result, how do you respond? Godspeed.